welcome back to the Enneagram with Sam. I'm so glad you chose to continue to listen. I'm your host, Samantha Wagner. In this episode, we are going to dive deeper into the Enneagram and how it all works. There are many pieces that make up the Enneagram as a whole. The Enneagram can get pretty complicated, so let's break it down a little further. The nine types are further categorized into three triads the head triad, the heart triad, and the body or gut triad. Triads describe the way you meet the world. You are put into a triad based on how you react to situations or information. The head triad includes types 5, 6, and 7. It is dominated by thinking. Someone that is in the head triad reacts to situations by thinking. Their minds are always racing, and a lot of the time, that translates to anxiety and overthinking. The types in the head triad have difficulty making decisions and planning for the future. The heart triad includes types 2, 3, and 4. Types 2, 3, and 4 let their feelings dominate their decision making. They are often concerned about their image and how other people view them. Having big feelings is both their biggest strength and their biggest weakness. Being emotionally intelligent helps them empathize with others, but sometimes they can let their frustration or anger take over. The body-slash-gut triad includes types 1, 8, and 9. This triad reacts to situations by doing. Types 1, 8, and 9 are very instinctual. They gut react to everything, which can cause problems. They often speak or act without thinking first. The types in the body slash gut triad have a pretty big issue with managing anger. Although gut reacting can sometimes save lives, These types need to learn when to gut react and when to hold back. The Enneagram also includes things called wings. Wings are the two numbers on either side of your main type that influence your personality. For example, if your core type is 4, you can either be a 4 wing 3 or a 4 wing 5. The wings heavily influence your personality. A 4-wing 3 will be more outgoing than a 4-wing 5, who would be more withdrawn and introverted. We borrow personality traits from our neighboring numbers. So each type has the tendency to act more like another type when in times of stress and in times of security. This can make it a little hard to figure out your own type because some of us (laughs) live a lot of our lives in stress. So your stress number is the number your personality draws from when you are under pressure or upset. So ones draw behaviors from the four, becoming more irrational and moody. Twos draw behaviors from the eight, becoming more aggressive and dominating. Threes draw from nine behaviors, becoming more disengaged and apathetic. Fours draw from two behaviors, becoming more clingy and over-involved. Fives draw behaviors from the seven, 
becoming more hyperactive and scattered. Sixes draw from three behaviors, becoming more competitive and arrogant. Sevens draw from one behaviors, becoming more critical of others. Eights draw behaviors from fives, becoming more fearful and secretive. Nines draw from six behaviors, becoming more anxious and worried. So in stress, you start to act like the unhealthy side of your stress number. Personally, I am a type two. So when I'm under pressure or upset or stressed, I definitely become more aggressive and irritated and dominating. So your security number is the number your personality draws from when you feel secure and safe. It can also be called your growth number because you act like this number when you take on a growth mindset. So ones start to act more like sevens. They become more spontaneous and joyful. Twos take on personality traits of the four, becoming more self-nurturing and emotionally aware. Threes start to act like sixes. They become more cooperative and committed. Fours draw from one behaviors, and they become more principled and objective. Fives take on personality traits of type eight, becoming more decisive and self-confident. Sixes start to act more like nines. They become more relaxed and optimistic. Sevens draw personality traits from the five, becoming more focused and fascinated. Eights take on personality traits of the two. They become more caring and open-hearted. Nines start to act more like threes, becoming more energetic and self-developing. So this is like the opposite of your stress number. So when you're in a safe space and you feel secure, you act like the more healthy side of your security number. So again, I'm a two, so I start acting more like a four. I am so self-aware when I am in a growth mindset. It's crazy. Like I just, my emotions, I can automatically name them but when I'm in stress I have I'm so scattered and so irritated it's just it's crazy so the types are also organized into three stances your stance is based on how you carry yourself it is the default mode in which each number behaves there are three stances aggressive dependent and withdrawing So, the aggressive stance includes types 3, 7, and 8. Threes, sevens, and eights love to be in charge of other people. They stand independently and often push others away in times of crisis. They live a lot of their lives in the future. These types become bold and assertive when they desire something or want to achieve a goal. The types in the aggressive stance are often impulsive and take action without thinking first. The dependent stance includes types 1, 2, and 6. 1s, 2s, and 6s are constantly thinking about the expectations of others. They are very loyal and dependable people. In crisis, they move towards people rather than push them away. These types rely on relationships to achieve what they want. 
the one risk of having a self excuse me the one risk of having a dependent stance is that these types often become very self-sacrificial they push their needs away to help others the types in the dependent stance live mostly in the present living in the moment the withdrawing stance includes types four five and nine fours fives and nines are slow to act because they are often shy or introverted In times of crisis, they distance themselves from others and become very withdrawn, hence the name The Withdrawing Stance. The types in The Withdrawing Stance best achieve goals and desires when they can be alone. They like to think and plan in peace. These types tend to live in the past. So I know that was quite a bit of information. Hopefully you're starting to understand the Enneagram a little better. By now, you should be able to place yourself in a certain type. If not, we're going to dive deeper into each type in future episodes. You might feel like I'm perfectly describing you, or maybe a friend or a family member. In the next few episodes, we're going to go into even more detail about each type. Thank you so much for joining me, and I really hope you come back for the next episode. See you next time!